The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you've wanted to go behind the scenes with your favorite sports figure or entertainment personality, this is the show for you. Darnell has successfully bridged the gap between both and is ready to share his stories and his guest stories with you. Now, here's Darnell. And so, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Outside the Spotlight. I'm your host, Darnell Autry. I'm here joined with my co-host, as always, J.D. What's up, What's up, baby? What's going on with you? Nothing much. I thought you'd be somewhere in California walking uh, down Rodeo nah, Drive. Nah, 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 nah. I'm, I'm out here. aviators on. Nah, nah. I'm over here letting my hair, my, my Chico DeBarge hang out and just chill out. You know what I mean? I, I'm giving it more like uh, Tito... Tito Jackson's son. Yeah, well, well this here, this here, I'm, you know, I'm gonna let it grow out until I get a ponytail, and then I'm gonna cut it off. Cause again, I'm 36. I need to let it roll. I, I gotta let it ride out. Maybe there's a little envy. I could grow the shag ponytail, <laughs> <laughs> but maybe there's a little envy there. You can get that thing started back in ease yeah, up in yeah, the back of the back of the top LeBron of the dome. Get the LeBron going on. Yeah, the top know? of the dome. Uh, as always, we want to start the show with thanking Grant. Uh, as always, my man, uh, we appreciate all your hard work. Uh, all the, uh, the effort you put into this, I know we, we paying you right, I can tell. You know, you know, you know, Grant. You know, Grant, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So what I'm thinking is, is that we just give Grant a, I think we give Grant a raise. Yeah. You know, I, we give him a 10 or 20% raise. We're gonna multiply what he has by. Yeah, we'll 10. multiply what he's got times 10, so that puts you at about, ooh. Zero. <laughs> but good work though. We appreciate that. We appreciate that. Uh, man, I, I am, I am so fired up today about today's show, man. I, we have a very, very special guest. Uh, we have Arizona's finest, Northwestern's finest. Uh, William Bennett has been, is, is in the studio right now. Uh, he was a teammate of mine. I mean, we, I didn't play him. In, I don't think I played him in high school because that was probably not a good idea. <laughs> but, Will, man, I, I, I can't thank you enough for being on the show, man. What's up, man? Hey, man, great to be here, Darnell. Oh, yeah, you too, man. Good to meet you guys. And, man. Hey, thanks for inviting me, man. Oh, excited for you. Oh. Excited for the program. Heard you guys a few times. And, hey, you know what? Just getting a shout out. Get the word out for you. Oh, man, I appreciate it, man. It's been, it's been, it's been so long, man. It's been, it's been a long time, man. I mean, uh, and I have to say, first of all, I gotta confess and I gotta come out with it that when I was in high school, you know, I hadn't heard of Northwestern until I was like maybe the last part of my junior year. Because okay. I was putting them in with Alcorn State and Appalachian U <laughs> and Panhandle State <laughs> and North Dakota State uh, Providence or whatever. I don't know. I, I mean, all the schools I had never heard of, you know what I mean? So, but it wasn't until I actually talked to Will and, you know, did my research that it was like, hey, you know, you, you know, William Bennett's on the team. Like, hold on. You mean the William Bennett that went to Marcos Denise, the, the legend? Do you mean the man? Tempe's finest that went to went to <laughs> Northwestern. Oh, come on! 
So they're like, yeah, you're going to talk to Will. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, of course. So Will brought credibility. Oh, man, of course. Of course. I mean, the, the legend, the man. And Marcos Denise, like, when I was in high school coming up, like, everybody, hey, you know, Will Bennett is the man over there. I'm like, I don't even know who that is. But it sounds good, though. That's awesome. Yeah. And they're like, no, he, you know, because, you know, we do a decent job around here pubbing our Division One kids that right. go out and do their thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read, I remember reading an article back in the day of how ASU was all pissed off and U of A was all bent out of shape and some other schools in the Pac-10 was pissed because Will ended up getting out of the state and ended up going to Northwestern. So it was all... So how did you end up at Northwestern, man? I mean, how did it, how did it all come about? Well, just the same way, like you were saying before, with the Alcorn State, all these different places where I'd never heard of Northwestern. Right. And at that time, Arizona State, University of Arizona, Cal Berkeley. Oh, they love they loved oh, them to Will Bennett, man. It, it was all West Coast. And the only thing I knew about the Big Ten was, of course, Ohio State, right. Michigan. These were big-time teams that you watched on ESPN every morning on Saturday. And all of a sudden, Northwestern came out of nowhere. But how I found out about them, University of Colorado, Coach Gary Barnett, right. he was offensive coordinator. They had won their national championship, just had some amazing teams. He was recruiting me out there, and he came out to Northwestern and said, Hey, Will, come on out, take a look. What are your thoughts? Never been East Coast, never been to Chicago. Real talking. It was freezing when you went on your visit, don't lie. <laughs> Definitely. It was snow on the ground, right. and there was some gun fighting. Oh, what? come on. <laughs> what? We're going to take you to the south side of Chicago? Come on. South Campus. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, it, was, it was wild. So we went up and got a chance to... Meet Coach Barnett. My dad came on out, too, on a recruiting trip. Yay. They laid out the schedule Say, okay, for the next four years, we're going to be playing against Notre Dame opening season. Soldier Field, also out there at South Bend. I'm like, really? We play against ESPN, Michigan on TV right, and all these other schools. Right. Ohio State. I'm like, I get the chance to beat those guys. Right. And heck, yeah. So when they offered me, I took it. Wow. Came on back here to Phoenix, and people were like, why did you go? Where's the I'm sure, I'm sure everybody was like, what's up with the U of A? I mean, U of A wasn't terrible then. ASU wasn't god-awful then either, right? right? I mean, well, at the time, they had uh, coaching changes. Oh. And that was something Ah. that also was a factor, too, because they fired the coach. Mm Mm-hmm. I was going, because when I was, uh, during that time, I was in high school, we were going to the Northwestern camp which was like the bottom of the camps to go to. I, I mean, then they start changing the colors to the black uniforms. <laughs> That's and because it had the, the terrible-ass silver pants. That's what was oh, terrible. Was silver was bullets, fact, yeah, we had to have a... You, you played in them, though. Like, oh, right? yeah, I was proud year. of the two, man. <laughs> in fact, I think I, I, had, I had one of those Northwestern jerseys. Because, oh, you know, oh. during the camps, they put them on the field to sell. Because... Right. Uh, uh, Donovan McNabb, all of us, we were all competing at their seven on sevens in the summer in all stock. Oh wow, yeah. wow! I mean, you but, talk about a hotbed of players out there. All stock McNabb. I mean, wow, yeah, Simeon Rice, 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 yeah, all them boys. Hey, they man, all why were, you why you playing around? McGrew was the man down right. there. McGrew was That's the right. man. I mean, he led them to four championships down there. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a I mean, as a freshman, right. Balling. Yeah, Mark Carmel High School, Mike McGrew. Real yeah. talk, but then, but then oh. you got fat, though, real talk. And you got fat. You know, I said it. No, I said it, Will. He's, I said it. Now they put him on defense. They put him on linebacker. They put him at nose guard. Then they brought him at the fullback. I mean, but you're talking about Mike, Mount Carmel. I know I'm changing subjects, but Mount Carmel, this is who they had on their football team. You had McNabb. Mm-hmm. You had Simeon Rice. 
Antoine Walker, too. And you had Joe Williams, who was a uh, four-time state champion wrestler who only lost one match, and his brother, and they all won national championships in wrestling. Right. That's their wow. football. T- and, and then, like, they were playing All-Star, Joliet Catholic, and stuff like that, but Mont Carmel, and those are, they had a few other names that went D1, but that's just who they had on their football and basketball team. But real talk, though, five paid behind, five paid behind grew. I mean, yeah, five paid behind grew. Five mm-hmm. couldn't get on the field until grew was done. Right. So... I mean, I mean shh, come on with it. He was a backup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, girl, man, but come on, dude. When you told me you was a quarterback in high school, I'm like, come on, dude. You had to show me the videotape because I don't even believe it. Right. He had the four rings yeah, in the, right. on the dressing room. Exactly. <laughs> so what else? I mean, who else were you offered by and how did you, I mean, you know, a lot of kids, you know, listen to the show, a lot of parents listen to the show and they kind of say, okay, you know, how do you, how did you, how did you make the decision that you made? Because, you know, part of the show show is really trying to share, you know, some of the knowledge that we have and so that we can help these kids understand, like, what's really important, you know, because, right. you, you know, we're 18. We don't know. I mean, we just go, hey, you know, they won championships. I want to be an NFL player. I'm going to pick USC or whoever they pick. I mean, how did you, I mean, how, I mean, I knew your father was, you know, a uh, real inspiration and your mother was really, in, you know, involved and mm-hmm. so, I mean, yeah, how did definitely. you? Well, yeah, taking that, it was, you know, my dad professional as well as my mom and just outlining putting it down on paper going okay let's look what happens if you don't make the nfl right now we're going to talk about the degree right you know football was just an avenue to pay for that degree right Mm -hmm. and at the same time what would happen when you break a leg Tear a muscle. right you know or they just say you're not good enough (laughs) right right Right. you ain't playing right oh yeah, you're not going to play. I'm like, oh, what no, happened? Wait, wait, happened? I, what I, happened? I, can, I can still do yeah, this. Yeah, I can catch it. Look at me, coach. Look at me. <laughs> so, you know, earning that paper. And what right. really solidified that decision was I remember going back home and I was getting a physical. And the doctor was saying, okay, what schools are you thinking about going to? And I mentioned to him that Northwestern, I just got done doing a visit with them. What are your thoughts? And he's like, that's a good school. And the other person said, that's a good school. Educators that I run into, the other teachers, that's a really good school. Now, from a football standpoint, didn't hear anything about Not that. so much. Oh, no, not no, so no, much. No. More no than yes. Right, right. I remember actually sitting down, putting together a list, and I even found an old list for my dad, and we wrote down what teams are in the Big Ten. Right. And we did not have Northwestern on the list. <laughs> <laughs> we actually had Iowa State. <laughs> <laughs> we just guessed them. We're just going to go right. at it from that drink. Yeah, yeah. Right. That is hysterical. And, and, and it's funny just being, you know, different regions because you guys are coming from your perspective here. And from my perspective there, it was like Big Ten, and then you went over, and it was USC. And, well, I mean, Texas, but Arizona, that, that, makes sense. that it was like, we didn't talk about them. Maybe at 93, I talked about Colorado because of Eric Bien-Ami, mm-hmm. but really, we, Arizona, we even know people like we just think desert and how many people are in Arizona and not even knowing the diversity at that time. Mm-hmm. And Arizona is like, I mean, talk about race. Even today, the, uh, people who don't know from the Midwest, they'd be like, are there well, black honestly, people? Like, well, <laughs> yeah, honestly, in this room, we got three dudes in there and there may be one and a half black people total. <laughs> No. Two yellows and a half, so it kind of makes us almost one and a half total all together. So, I mean, you know. That's you one know. of the reasons why I moved here. I was like, I'll go to a place where 
I fit in. <laughs> <laughs> you could be Mexican. You could be Puerto Rican. I mean, I don't know. I'm not being racist. I'm just speaking facts. I yeah, don't know. I, I, mean, I was like, everybody looks like me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, one of the biggest jokes, too, was, you know, being out there in Chicago and from Phoenix, Darnell comes up here. We already had another guy from Arizona, and he was also a light-skinned black man. And here we are, and they're like, are there any Dark skin are there any really black there? people in Arizona? Like true black people were like, uh, yeah, yeah, we are. They're like, no, nah, no, nah, you don't count. You don't count. No, 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 that ain't going to cut it. And you, you ain't really. You guys would have came in a little darker with the right. sun. But then, like, I looked at myself today. This is funny. I right. was like, man, it's starting to get hot. So I don't go outside. So I don't have my tan. Right, right. Exactly, exactly. It's, it's a burning sun. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's, it's, a, it's a dry heat. It's, it's a dry heat, for sure. But, man, I mean, I, I do want to take the opportunity, though, now, though, to thank you because, again, you know, through the, through the process, uh, uh, you know, and it always and it always makes it easier when you have somebody that, that went through it before you did and, and someone that, that, you know, is familiar with your region and familiar with your background. I mean, you know, again, Will played it at Marcos. I played at Tempe High. So it's similar, it same town. You know, we, we had the same kind of hangouts. We we're familiar with the same area, all that noise. And it always, and it, and it, and it blows my mind all the time when I think about like, you know, why I ended up at Northwestern and, and, and you know, 90% of it was, you're right. The education was, was worth it or whatever. But then it always made it great. And it was, and it was always cool that I could have somebody like you to be, oh, you know, I see you at home and that kind of thing. Cause we, we come from the same region. We had the same kind of background. Uh, and so I, I wanted to thank you though, because, you know, there was times, and there's no secret, my freshman year I struggled mightily. I mean, I was like, I'm done with this. This, I, I can't, I can't handle this winter. This is, this is bullshit. I'm done. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, I can't even do it. Yeah, I dropped it. You know, I can't even do it. And, you know, we, I've had many a discussions with Will, not just before I, you know, before I went to Northwestern, while I was at Northwestern, especially during those times. And your family has been great with me and always has been a supporter of me. And I want to thank you very much for that because, you know, if I didn't have that, then who knows? You know, I would have probably left, went to MCC or something, or Scottsdale Community. Not that those are bad schools, but you know, they ain't you know they ain't the Division One, and who knows, you could have got hurt, and and then that's that. You know, so I wanted to thank you, and I and I appreciate it for being the inspiration and being the trailblazer, because you know, like I told you, when uh you know Barnett came to my house, he was like, you could be one of many, or you could go out to Northwestern and. and and blaze a trail and and you you started that trail and so i i, I want to thank you for that thank that's you. just been it's been it's it's just it's been awesome man i i can't thank you enough because again i have so many great memories with you and the team and and you know he brought in Stu's book and i had Stu on the show by about three weeks ago and it's i mean he's got the rings on the on the cover and everything getting all sentimental up in this camp and if you start crying and whatnot but it was it was awesome. It's been it's it's awesome, man. And, and I'm glad to see you doing well. And you know, when we get done with the break, we'll come back talk about what you're up to now uh, and what you plan on doing in the future. And maybe we let JD talk a little bit too. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know what? No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. Darnell Autry. JD here. Voice America. OTS. We'll be back. Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
Sports have become a big part of everyone's lives today. We all have that team that we live and breathe to follow. We watch hours of football on TV, play Madden sports on our gaming system, and our wives can't seem to tear us from the couch. If this sounds like you, or if you're a football wife who wants a few words, we want to hear from you. Listen for Life, Love, and Sports, featuring your host, Ron Dixon. Ron takes you inside the world of sports and finds out what you, the fan, are talking about today. Listen Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. Uh, and we're back. Catherine. Oh. Let's go a little proper. We had our, uh-huh. our Aquanetta, Shaquana, uh-huh. so Lolita. Lolita. Yes, yes, Catherine. We appreciate that. Very Damn it, Mark. Proper. we got to find out the lady's name. We have William <laughs> Bennett in the house. Oh, we of course have have we Catherine. do. We got, of course. We got William. We got to have Catherine in the building. We got William Bennett in the building. Uh, one of my teammates, one of, uh, a great guy. My guy's been a complete inspiration for a long, long time for me, man. And, and he's in the building. He's in the studio. So, what so after you got done, you graduated, right? Mm-hmm. And then what? And then what happened? I mean, then what was your what was your track? What was your trajectory after that? I mean, how did you? Yeah, well, you know, obviously finishing off the season, Big Ten championships, Rose Bowl, riding the wave, mm-hmm. and just taking all that in. And someone asked me this question before, like, okay, what did you do afterwards? And like, how did yeah. you realize what you guys did during the season? Because during the season. We didn't know what was going on. It was right, just right. winning games, and that's all we did. Right. But afterwards, when people would come up to us and say, you know what? You inspired us. You, you, what you did was just amazing. I mean, we touched so many people's hearts that, I mean, it could have been like a business leader. It could have been a church leader. It could have been a school leader. And we were asked to come out and do speaking engagements. Right. And just, I was like, this is, this is pretty cool. There's books. There's movies. We're still being talked about today. Right, right. And it's, what, 15 years after 15, the fact, yeah. 15, 20 years after. The, I mean, we're coming up on a 20-year anniversary. Right. Are you serious? Yeah, it's coming it's up. Been it's been that coming long. Up. I mean, it's, yeah. been a, it's been a long time. I mean, 95 Right. Wow. Yeah. I mean, right. It, 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 no, you're right. I mean, because it, it, like it going back, it seemed like it was ten years ago. Stu and I were working at the camp, and for a person in that area that was following you guys at that time, because I went to Lake Forest, which is for their quote is the little northwestern mm-hmm. of the Midwest. You know, very similar. I mean, because they actually back in the day used to compete in football, which was very interesting. Uh, because it was a, a school known for academics and that whole academia, nostalgic type uh, feel right down the road. So for me, 
uh, because I wanted, I, going to the camps and things like that, I wanted to go play foot, college football. But it was funny, even with the opportunity, if Northwestern was on there, that wasn't the place that I would have chosen. I would have, mm. for, so right. to see it and to see what you were doing and things like that, you know, and I can say we bought into it because at first I was not watching Northwestern play football. Right. But you guys messed around and beat Notre Dame. Or I mean, just stuff got real. No, I mean real because talk. North uh, Notre Dame is was the people of Illinois school of choice. Right, right. It was, I mean, it's it's it it's an NCAA cornerstone. It's a, it's a college football cornerstone. Notre Dame will always be a college football Notre, uh, cornerstone. Always has been their history. You know, all that touchdown Jesus, all that stuff. And going back to what you were saying, that you know. We, you know, church leaders and business leaders, we also had schools, you know, different universities around the country going, hey, if Northwestern can do it, you know, if Northwestern from from Division One all the way down. I mean, literally, you guys change what Lake, before Lake Forest, you can get in with a 26 on your ACT. Uh, and so afterwards, they those smaller schools start making a, be, a bigger emphasis in like athletics. Wow. And I, honestly, because right. if it wasn't for you guys, because I wasn't at Northwestern at that time, I was out of school. I was going to junior college. I had left Northern right. and went to a junior college. And they changed some of their standards because they understood. And it was literally right after what you guys did, what you did. So it it did have a a, a, a domino effect, I mean, to me personally. Right, because right, the, right, right. Uh, Lake Forest – prime example they hadn't won a game in five years before we came to right. class yeah that's that yeah. was me See, and you were at the tail end you were at not at the tail end but i mean we we struggled i mean we struggled my that was what your sophomore year my freshman year or was that your junior year it would have been uh let's see here junior year your freshman year yeah mm-hmm. junior year my freshman year i mean we won what two games three games something mm-hmm. like that and then we then we broke out the box and a lot of people asked me like so you know what was the difference what happened you know what what changed and you know we me and will were part of that uh there's a northwestern documentary that's going on uh they're doing uh, uh eight top eight seasons of you know big 10 history or whatever and they're they're highlighting our season they interviewed both me and will and essentially you know, they asked me, you know, so what was the difference? You know, and, and my answer simply was is that, you know, it was we had the right mix of young talent. We had the right mix of leadership. And we also got rid of all of non-Barnett guys. I mean, that was the last year. My freshman year was the last year. Your junior year was the last year we had non-Barnett guys. So then that automatically, I mean, the leadership that you guys brought, I mean, you guys were starving. I mean, you guys were like, okay, finally, we get rid of the people that ain't us. Now we can finally do us. We can lead. We can be the you know we can be the leaders on the team, and it, it that that really changed the face of of Northwestern football. I mean, it, it really did. We had you know Dwayne Bates. We had myself. We had Snur to be a leader. We had you to be a leader. We had you know Chris Martin in that mix. We had all those guys that were now solid really, guys. Solid guy. I mean, you know, Division One caliber athletes that didn't get the love or the look. Or decide, you know what? I'm getting the love and the look, but I want something different, and I want to, and I care about my future. You know, I care that you know where I graduate matters. You know, and so we got those kind of guys, and now we had the leadership in the center with Rob Johnson and all those guys. I mean, that was the difference. I mean, that made, I mean, that could change the chemistry of a team like that. You know, so so what's going on now? So you you got done playing, you left, and you got a little look in the pros. 
Yep. I mean, because you were a big safety. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. you were a big safety. Yeah. Six two, two thirty, just big. This just <laughs> muscle. Yeah, yeah. Not that now. Probably a dollar sixty-five, maybe dollar seventy at best. It's at, windy out there. Yeah, right. yeah. At best. Oh, I mean, he's wearing. Yeah, so, so what did you do? Yeah. I mean, I mean what, what, what happened? Happen, like, because I after that didn't follow everybody. So right. what happened? Well, I got picked up actually. Um, undrafted free agent, went okay. to the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, was right. out there, uh, was in training camp, failed the physical because I got injured during tryouts. Wow. Yeah, I got injured during tryouts, working out for the teams and it, coaches, and they were coming to the school to see the players, but they were like, William, can we talk and take me to a side? And I actually got injured. Never missed the game at Northwestern. Right. And then all of a sudden I get injured during the tryouts and workouts. I had the Bears, I had the Bucks, I had the Colts all right there, and pop, tore muscle. Uh, and I went into camp, failed the physical, I was out, out of a team. Right. And so I just found a way, I just turned on the marketing skills and just started calling, hey, look, you know what, you guys looked at me before, give me a shot. Colts picked me up. I was in rookie camp. So, you know, being an NFL player, you understand right. that. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was in rookie camp, never came off the field. I was a safety, strong, free, and nickel. Never came off the field. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, this man, don't let the good looks fool you. This dude would bring the wood and practice. I mean, for no, I mean, I, not for no reason, because that's just how he is. I mean, he's he's a totally different dude on the on the on the dance floor. I mean, he is totally <laughs> seriously. You you are not you are not normal. On the dance floor. I mean, he's out there flying around, knocking people's heads off, or trying to anyway. I'm like, what's what's going on? This is a walkthrough. I mean, he's pushing people down, and you know, he don't. Get, I mean, I was like, damn, I thought we was friends. You know, I was just got nasty. I was like, but but Will, remember we we from the same area, but you a different right. beast though. Oh yeah, you a different beast. Yeah, as soon as you strap it up, yeah, clock in the chin strap, it's a different person. You yeah, have absolutely, to be, yeah, and, and, so, and so you now, were. So now, what happened with right. the Colts? So in camp, Colts. All of a sudden, they re-signed their, their veterans, and they were like, you're, you're out. Okay. I'm like, oh, man, what's going to happen now? So I thought it was going to be a practice squad, nothing. So I sat out that whole season. But at the same time, I got a chance to see that second season of the Big Ten Championship. So Darnell and that whole crew mm. going out there beating all those teams, it was just great to be there, being asked to be on TV, talk about it, what are your thoughts. And just to have them win back-to-back championships and see that was amazing. And then I got a chance to get picked up with the Canadian Football League. So right, I went up okay. to the Hamilton Tiger Cats, bulked up even bigger. So I was about, yeah. Jesus about, yeah, right. Yeah, I was big, man. Dude, I was like linebacker now. Couldn't even move, man, my neck. <laughs> you know, playing on that big 55-yard field. Oh, and, you no. Know, you got 12 players. You got people moving in motion. Oh, and they're like, you cover that guy. Which one? That one the one moving? that's going yeah, full speed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> going full speed. <laughs> Wow. So, okay. yeah, it was very fortunate. I actually got a chance to start a game up there, and then all of a sudden the same thing happened. They were like, you know what? Uh, we got to make a change. We made a trade. Your position's out. I'm like, what? they only could keep so many American players. Right, right. And they give you pennies. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> is this a penny? No, that's a dollar. <laughs> what is it? Oh, yeah, I'm, I am in a foreign country. Yeah, right. right. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. I don't think this is what I'm supposed to get paid. Oh, man, it was it was interesting. It was great to learn. But at the same time, I was like, come on now, give me a shot. You know, right. Let me play. I actually got a chance to play against Doug Flutie when he was playing in the Canadian football league. Oh, wow. Played up in the Sky Dome, Toronto, Blue Jays. I'm like, this is this is where it's at. Right. And the next day, they're like, you're out. Oh, wow. Send you on home. So I'm back here again going, okay, I, I know I played against him. I know I played against I can beat those guys. Right. Give me a shot. 
Arena Football called up. I was mm-hmm. working out with the Rattlers here. And, okay. And uh, this is when they had a uh, Bonner and they yep. were winning championships. Yeah. And they're like, "Well, we're gonna you're gonna be on the team. You're gonna be a team." Nothing happened. I'm like, "Are you serious?" I get called by New York City Hawks up there in New York City. Right. I was like, "I'll take it." So I'm up there in New York. My wife, my girlfriend at the time, my wife now is Cena. She's my right. freshman grad. Absolutely. She's already in New York. And so I was, I'm coming out there. So next thing you know, I'm playing at Madison Square Garden. You know, you got the Knicks. You got That's the, awesome. This is when they had like Isaiah Thomas posters and everywhere. You're just looking up going, I'm in the garden. <laughs> and I'm playing right. football. Right, right. This is awesome. So I'm hitting, knocking people out, doing everything. And then all of a sudden there was a, a little contract struggle. They were having challenges with their finances and decided, you know what, we're going to make a change again. You're out. Oh. I was like, you know what? Just keep me an open ticket. I'll stay in New York. <laughs> Football was done, man. Right, right, Pumped right. Pumped the hat, oh, put the shoes away, no. and stayed in New York City. It was fun. It was a good time. I was out there about a year and a half, came on back to Northwestern, came back and coached. Yeah, yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. That's right. I totally forgot that you did that. Yeah, yeah. came on back and got a chance to get a graduate degree from Northwestern, coached out there, coached Randy Walker's first season. Right. So Barnett already oh, left. Okay. Right, right. So I right. came in and I remember Walker sitting down with me and he goes, So tell me, who's your, your rival? What's the biggest rival here, you know, for Northwestern? And I was like, Walker, to tell you the truth, I hated every single <laughs> team <laughs> on the other side of the ball. I was like, It could be our own offense. Right. I didn't want to hurt exactly. Darnell. Exactly. No, well, you didn't want to, but you had, I mean, man, he would not, listen. He would not lay off if he didn't have to. I'm telling you this right now. Will used to bring the wood, sir. The wood. Okay? He'd be like, ah, damn. You know, ones versus ones. He'd be like, oh, this is going to be a nightmare. This is going to get ugly. And and it always did. It always did. Coach's nightmares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay up. It always did. But if you had to say you learned something, from this whole that that whole thing that whole transition, you know, what 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 would you say you learned from that transition? I mean, what was the what what did you take out of it? It said, you know, now it applies in my life because I learned. It makes me realize one, you have to be accountable for your own actions, right. and two, you got to be professional in everything you do. Right. Our motto was expect victory and expect excellence, and that was the thing that we had to focus on. And I put that in my own life, self-discipline, what do I need to do? Not everyone's going to be on the same team. Not everyone's going to be on the right path because our breakthrough season should have been 94. It yeah. should have been your freshman year, my junior year, but for whatever reason, we didn't have everybody on the same page. Right. And we learned later why. Right, what right, right. The, we had some people, right. We had some people on the, on a different page, right. Oh, the, 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 the Dennis Lundy gotcha. and the whole gambling and all mm-hmm. that noise, right. Right. And so, you know, putting that in today's life, you know, it's where I look at what I do today, my work, I call it my day job. Right. Is that I work with Kelly Services, so I help people find jobs. I'm a recruiter, I'm also a manager, manage a team of people, and we just, Every day, what do we need to do? Where we need to go? Let's go. Right. And it's pretty much that simple. And also, own my own business. So, on Inspired.com, we deal with like health, sports, nutrition, beauty, skincare products, things on there. Same thing. Line it up. How do we help? If you're at point A, point B, how do we get to there? And right. it's the same principles of playing football. Absolutely. But then you also have to have a coach. Right. Mm-hmm. You also got to have a mentor, and you just got to have a dream. No, yeah. absolutely. You know, it's like, what do you? Where do you see your life, man? You know what? Northwestern was. You know what? I'm playing against Notre Dame. Right. You know, right. I'm playing against Michigan. 
what what person back in North back at Phoenix is going to be able to say that? Right. Awesome, man. I was like, yeah. I'm, Bye. <laughs> no doubt. Well, we're going to take another break, and we're going to come right back with my man, Will Bennett. Uh, we'll talk more about, we'll get we'll get Will's take on some of these sports and what's going on in the sporting world. Okay. we back. Darnell Autry. J.D. Here. Voice America. OTA. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Tune in to a show about making a comeback and what really goes on behind the scenes with your favorite athletes and beyond. Listen for The Comeback Radio Show with Tony Farmer. A lot of people believe what they read on the Internet, hear and see in the media, and on the news. We're going to give our guests the chance to tell the real story without the extra hype. It's not just sports, although that will be a focal point of the program. We'll also look at the world of celebrities, music, modeling, and more. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Play ball! If you're looking to talk baseball, even in the offseason, look no further than the King's Corner Talking Baseball with former World Series champion Jim Lairitz. Jim's known for a rather controversial stance during his show. He's brutally honest and ready to talk with current and former players, owners, and other key figures to bring you baseball from an insider's view. You won't want to miss a single episode. The King's Corner, Talking Baseball with Jim Lairitz is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. And we are back in the studio with my guy, Will Bennett. Uh, and we are going to get on to some of this sporting. And, and I wanted to ask you, Will, you know, because uh, we were just talking about it during break, about how he felt about the whole concussion thing. Because I know you've been concussed. There's, yeah. no, there's no doubt about it. You've been concussed. Or the giver of concussions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You was the doomsday giver of concussions, and you've been concussed. I know these oh, things yeah. for a fact. I know these things for a fact. But, you know, as a defensive guy, you know, uh, and you got to go back to high school. I know you, I mean, even through high school, through Little League, I mean, we've been playing since we were eight years old. I mean, what what is your what is your take on this whole thing, this whole nightmare that the NFL has before them that – this concussion thing. I mean, what 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 are your thoughts on that? What do you, what do you think? They need to address it as soon as possible so they can get this thing offline. Right now, it's just spiraling to a big storm, and the media outlets are just taking it and riding with it. And there's going to be so many different theories, and it's you know, it's just it's tough. And you know, it's already tough enough for us guys, you know, even with, as boys to play football. Right. Mom's out there, no, I don't want my right. boy to play. He's going to get knocked out, and and it's like you know what. 
No, if they if you got a rough one, rough and tough one, I got kids, so right. I know. So you know, right? You yeah, said your son, your son is already what five two? He's already three feet taller than yeah, man, the JD. So you know, and he's ten, <laughs> <laughs> and he's ten. So that's fine. But go ahead. Yeah, he palms a basketball. Like, do I hold it like this? Come you know, on. Just, just like I like this. Okay. Oh, man. Wow. But anyway, it's you know, but I, I have two kids and two, right. two two boys, and one is just rough. Right, and it's like you know what he's just going to have to be in that kind of sport because right. he just got to get that out. Now, understanding that they have to address it as soon as possible, um, you know, from the coach's standpoint, the coaches are just going to have to teach how to hit face up, form up. Don't right. use your shoulders a lot, but you got to hit with your face, right. not the top of your head. And a right. lot of those guys they were leading with the top of their head, and yeah, you know, it's going to knock some people out, right? Or get, and, and knock yourself out now. Which are you going to have your boys play? Are you going? Would you suggest them play? And, and is that oh, something? Oh yeah, is, yeah. <laughs> See, I mean, I, I think we we get it. We know we know the risk. We get it. But I, I I'm a firm believer that people that hold their kids out from playing until they get to high school, those are the kids that get dealt with. Yeah, uh, because they have no concept, and they're playing against kids that have been playing since they were seven and eight and years old. They don't old. know how to fall. They, they don't know, know how, how to tackle. fall. They know how to tackle, and they get jacked up. No matter how big or strong they are, how tall they are. I would have to say, for me, mm-hmm. like I'm on the fence on both lines. You know, uh, in terms of like, here's the thing: I'll never stop my future child from doing whatever it is that they want to do. But I want them to do it because they're passionate about it. Because, and, and I mean, and as a parent, I think I would want to inform them. Okay, you understand these are the risks. I mean, it's one of the greatest things I've ever done. It, nothing I've done really can replace that feeling when you're out there compete. I mean, no other sport, the intensity. Right. Can replace that, but understand, son, this comes with consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and, right. and you and you got to pay the price. I mean, I think I think and you don't know what that price is until you're going through it. Right. I mean, the price it. could be a torn knee. The price could be a dislocated shoulder. The price could be. I mean, I mean, heaven forbid, the ultimate, which is the neck injury, and you and you go down, you end up in a paraplegic, or you end up passing away or dying. But I think that you know, even as even as we've been through it. And all the hits that we've taken, um, we understand the risk and we accept the risk. However, you know, more has to be done to try to protect the youth, protect the high school kids, <clears throat> protect the kids in college. Because, again, we've, we've, we've moved from the fundamentals of the game and we all want to see big hits. All that's, we want to see the entertainment. We want the high, high flash. And that's what, that's what the Sell big money is. That's yourself, what sells right. tickets. You know, we want big the bang. super athletic, the super fast, the bigger, the faster, the stronger, the better. And that comes with a price. That means they're bringing the complete wood. Yeah, they're not going to show form tackling on the NFL no. highlights and stuff. Uh, no, uh, absolutely. They're going to show somebody get just it. getting cracked. Right. Exactly. Just getting cracked. And I, and I think they, you know, more needs to be done. I mean, it, like I told you two weeks ago, it broke my heart to see Junior Seau mm-hmm. pass away. Uh, I, you know, and until it comes out that it's all related, you just don't know. I mean, you know, we go through a lot. When you when you no longer are, and I like to say, I, I talk, we and JD talk about it all the time, when you're no longer relevant, you know, when when people are no longer calling you going, hey, Will, how are you feeling? Are you ready to play? I mean, are you are you eating right? Are you lifting right? Did Will show up for the practice? Is Will, you know, does Will doing what he's supposed to do? You know, is he feeling good? Is he, I mean, we need him today. We need him today. And you're needed 
you know, you feel like, oh, okay, that's, this is great. But then when you're no longer needed, when no one cares, you know, that's when, I mean, it's not just who knows with the mental part of it, but, uh, you know, I mean, the actual physical what's on your brain issues, but your mentals in terms of depression and how do you cope with that and going, well, what do I do with myself now? And I think if you look at in comparison to some other uh, former players, you don't see guys that had got into coaching that had concussions and all that stuff because I think the other side of it, uh, basically acquiescing to what you're saying, is that they still are part of something that's bigger. And I think the connection, and that's one of the things about football you miss, the camaraderie. I mean, right. You're you going there, you're always, and there's always someone to hang out with. You guys are all pretty much have similar interests, especially us as males. It's very hard. I mean, we go out there, you know, your wife might have 30 friends. Right. You know, once you get <laughs> right. a certain point, those you know, dudes don't have maybe yeah, as many right, friends, yeah, right? Yeah, we, we, go, we don't we don't mess right. with him I mean, too much. He's, uh, he's yeah, wild. Or, we don't, or I mean, you don't get together as much. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're more isolated and docile. We go in the man cave, we mm-hmm. hibernate. Right. And so, like now with junior or I mean, or players like that before, you know, you're going out, you're doing everything, you're going to practice, everything's structured, your dinners. I mean, you you going with the boys mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything. You're part, it's a mission. Life is life is a mission. All a mission all, all of a sudden. Right. And I'm not taken away from it, but you become a civilian and a real adult. Right. And, I mean, and you're talking about this is something that's been a part of your life since five since years you old. Can remember. Eight years old. Yeah, and it's not like you can just go out to a football field, throw it on again, and play. You can't just go out there, hey, no. let's, let's get the guys together and let's hit each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? No, no, I almost man. pulled a hamstring just thinking about it. Right, no, I'm exactly. good. I'm You're good. Sweating right now. Yeah, know? no, no, that that ain't that ain't that ain't it. That ain't it. Uh, so let's 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 move on to some sports. Let's let's talk about what's going on in the sporting world. I know we're all shocked uh, that uh, Orlando's coach uh, Stan Van Gundy got fired. That's weird. He gone. That's weird. <laughs> I'm shocked. No, I'm not, actually. No, they, yeah. yeah. Hey, this is the one thing that has brought Shaq and Dwight Howard together. They were saying uh, on ESP, the other place, ESPN, they were just saying that uh, basically that was the one thing, you know, because they were having their feud about right. the Superman. Absolutely, yeah. Stuff like that. But the thing that brought them together was their disdain for uh, Van Gundy. And right. Yeah, they, that's one thing. That, and then I know they interviewed Shaq for the GM spot, but we talked about it earlier. Yeah, it, 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 nah. Shaq, right. Shaq is an owner. Trust me, right. Shaq likes big money. Well, right. but, but more importantly, Shaq likes to be able to hang out on ESPN sets and be the man. Well, but yeah, day. but as an owner, he very similar to Magic. When you're a GM, you have so much other things going on, and then someone else is controlling you. Shaq is the type of individual, very similar to Michael Jordan, except for I think he's uh, d- definitely more charismatic. He's the guy that wants to be in multiple things that are fun. Mm-hmm. He likes to enjoy Dr. Shaq. Right. No. Maybe more like kind of a president. You know, right. where he, he has to go out and be the face of the organization, right. shake right. some hands, kiss some babies, you know, the, right. the politician of but it. But not yet limited. Right, right, right. You know, I give that to my VP. Right, yeah, exactly. Right. So now Dwight will stay. Um, I don't can, think he is. I you think don't think he's going to stay? So I, think, I think Bynum's, I think they're, they're going to get rid of him. Well, the bottom line, though, is then then you just say Orlando is uh, a wasteland now. Well, no, because I think Bynum, <laughs> well, I don't like Bynum personally as as my center, but here's the thing. I mean, he and Dwight, if Dwight was in L.A., he would probably be exposed more 
like uh, than he is in Orlando because he's flip flopping again. Now he wants to get traded again, and that whole game he played, he had the opportunity. He had the perfect window of opportunity to go. Right. And, and I mean, I just don't, I just don't know that the, the timing for his contract was right, though. I think that's, I think that's why he ended up coming back is because he felt like the timing, the timing of the contract didn't set up right. But more importantly, no, he didn't have to sign though because he was going to be a free agent. The only thing was if he, he they wanted him to do a sign and trade. All he had to do is let it expire, and then he could hand pick where he wanted. Yeah, but, I don't and know. I, and, unless he was thinking, I don't want to get traded for uh, to a team that their good parts are going to go before I go. Just sit back, test the market, and then go. Because who's he competing with? Last year, well, he didn't the, sign anyway. He didn't sign. No, yet. yes, he did. He resigned with Orlando for an a, additional year. That was the whole thing. Well, it, I and don't, then he got I don't, injured. It is, right. I don't think it really matters. I think uh, either way. If Dwight Howard leaves, it's a wasteland, uh, it, regardless of whether or not Bynum shows up or not. I mean, I look at Bynum wa- playing on the, on the court sometimes. He's, he's ready sometimes. He doesn't, he, it doesn't right. look like he cares. And even with Kobe yelling at him, he's like, you ain't my dad. I mean, like, he's like, we're looking at him like, if, if Dwight leaves, where would he go? Uh, I mean, I, I think if, if, if Brooklyn. But if I was him though, I would go, I would go to the Bulls. Yeah, that's what that's, I would go to the Bulls. I would let Boozer go down to Orlando. Uh, I would let Boozer go anywhere else. It doesn't matter yeah. where Boozer goes. WNBA. I don't think he. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, whatever. You could do. Uh, I don't. No, I, don't I, care. I mean, I still. Yeah, watch you, that. you 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 I called him out last week. You called him out I, I last mean, week. He's I like, want, he couldn't even play on I mean, WNBA. it's the Napoleon complex in me, but I wanted to fight him. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you are soft. How are you yeah. gonna be six foot another? I mean, I see. I grew up. Everybody else was in love with Jordan, and I like Jordan. But I was a Charles Barkley kind of guy. Cause at 6'5", he could play every position on the court, and he was whipping Shaq in uh, his prime. Yeah, I mean, I, physical, yeah, round yeah. mound, yeah. rebound. Yeah, round mound, rebound. <laughs> uh, so, and then, and then Charlotte, Charlotte's looking at bringing in, uh, Jerry Sloan. Uh, and he interviewed Patrick Ewing. Uh, Patrick Ewing and those guys are smart enough to know. Who cares? You do not want to work for Jordan. Who cares? I mean, it's in Charlotte. Who cares? No, uh, I mean, yeah, I honestly yeah, think that. Market. I mean, honestly, think unless it's you want market. A, a, unless you want an opportunity. But then here's the thing: if I'm a, a, a guy that wants an opportunity, I'm still not working for Jordan. No. That that's one person. I be I love him as a basketball player. I don't know if I will work for Bird. I work. I don't know. For I don't know if I'd work for Bird or. I, I mean, I'm telling you, those upper echelon dudes. I mean, I I'd be nervous. I think to work for Bird. I think that don't let don't let the ugliness fool you. He's not. I don't think oh. he's all. I don't think he's as um, amicable and. No, and I nice. know that. I mean, but I just, said he's, he's, if I had to pick between the two evils, I would mm-hmm. pass. I would, I would A, B, C, or D. I'm like, I'll take F, none of the above. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, honestly, Jordan would be the last one. Wow, wow. Well, we're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to come back, rally this thing up, talk a little football since uh, since William knows a little bit about that. We'll get his thought thoughts on some things that just happened. Uh, we'll take our final break. Darnell Autry. J.D. Harris. Voice America. OGS. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network. And let's talk football. If you're looking for a radio show about boxing, you usually can't find one until you stop by the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to Outside the Ring with former world lightweight champion and U.S. Olympian David Diaz. We'll deliver the knockout punches with our guests as we go inside the minds of today's top fighters. We'll throw in discussion of other sports as well from time to time. Outside the Ring with David Diaz airs every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time noon pacific on the voice america sports channel your internet flagship station for sports voice america sports you're tuned in to outside the spotlight with darnell autry if you have a question for darnell or his guest please call 1-888-346-9144 that's 1-888-346-9144 or send an email to darnell at darnellautry.com now back to outside the spotlight and we are back jd hurst my man will bennett in the building Getting it in early and often. Uh, we're gonna touch on real quick, but these, these football notes. I mean, I, honestly, I don't think there's much going on in the NFL. But I will say this: there was a lot going on. Now they've started the training camps and things like that, which is cool and all that stuff. But I don't get into none of that until. Uh, let me know when camp starts. Right now is a modeling session. Yeah, right All now right. is a modeling session. Everybody's good. Oh, we got this yeah, guy. He's Drew wonderful. Brees. He's good. And they good. Quarterback controversy. Yeah, yeah, really? Chicken fried rice isn't in Baltimore, so he don't <laughs> care. He ain't chicken fried rice anchor. He was like, I want my money. I was watching ESPN, right? ESPN was like, hey, you know, uh, they're not going to give Ray Rice his money. And I was like, what? And then they broke it down. It was like, he is 30%, 36%. Of their offense, which is larger than any other player in the NFL, but he's good. He's looking to get thirty million dollars guaranteed. And someone in the top brass, someone on in Baltimore, told someone from ESPN, said, "quote unquote, that simply just is not happening." Now, when, I, think about it though, from a biz, from a football, I'm I'm front office here. I don't agree with this, but this is where it is now with the NFL. First of all, he's going into his third, fourth year, fourth year. First of all, that's a long, I mean, you're getting up with the amount of carries he's had, just like Larry Johnson. After your third or fourth year, running backs, your first contract has to be your contract. Because now it's like, it's the two-edged sword. You go back to like even Bob Sanders at safety mm-hmm. and Troy Pollyant knocking themselves out. And the, the thing that makes them good is good to win you games, but then now they know the history. They've do, they're doing the statistics. They understand the market. It's scary for most any running back 
Most running backs are not going to get that second contract, no matter how good they are. Look, Adrian Peterson, right. what's happened? Chris Johnson, he hasn't gotten hurt. He hasn't really played. Well, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing, though, too, is that there's two sides of that, right? So the one side is that you finally got your money, and now I'm I'm good. Now I got my $100 million contract or my $80 million contract. I'm good. The other side of it is, is now the league is playing you differently. They are treating you differently. Your position, like when you're on the field, this is what we're not going to let you do. You're not going to run flat out. So you're going to have to throw in the downs that we think you're going to run, and that's that. So if your numbers are, I mean, I'm not going to no longer let Chris Johnson run 200 yards on me again. That's not happening. Mm -hmm. Same with Adrian Peterson. I'm not letting that happen. Same with chicken fried rice. I'm not going to let Ray Rice beat me again. Exactly. So now exactly. I got to play you different. Now this is now we've now seen you two or three years you've developed into a premier guy. So the league is adjusted to you and what you're good at and what you're not good at. So I think Chris Johnson, I think there's a combination of things that happen with him. I don't know the man. I don't know where he's thinking. I don't know where his head is. But I know this. He got his money and everybody's like, oh, he's got his money, so he's done. But the league plays him differently. It, they it, just it, do. I agree, but it's a copycat league. But if you look at what Baltimore was doing, too, as a result, because they know – Guess what? People are going to load the box, things like that. So I'm going to get a second, third receiver now. You're going to you're going to try. try. You're going to right. try, try. But the bottom line and is, then, gonna... and to be honest, a lot of teams have proven you don't always need a known uh, a name back to do good. Especially now, if you're going to spread it out a little bit, because you got to justify, you got to figure out what you're going to do with Flacco too, and. Nor does it mean, though, that because you have a name back doesn't mean you're going to do anything either. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, Kansas I mean, City brings no. in Larry Johnson. That don't mean anything. That doesn't mean you're going to – I mean, how many running backs, big names, have gone through Oakland? I mean, the, the, the point is is that if your guy is producing and he is your guy, you pay your guy. Right. I, I, I no, I Aaron agree. Foster is the same kind I of agree, thing. Like, but, but you want to keep them, you want right. to keep them, keep them, in, but, keep them happy. Again, but right. these are the people that are making the decisions. At the same time, they're using you up, and now you no longer. They know, man. He hasn't really fumbled. He hasn't really been injured. We know what is coming. Right. And so now, there. That's where the. I don't agree with that. I think it's bullcrap. You take care of your people that have sold out for you, like Matt like Forte. McGee, McGee, uh, like McGee. Like uh, McGee. McGee. I mean, talking about a, 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 what a career he's had, just being reinventing himself over Every, and over again. Everywhere he goes, he's just like, listen, he gets stained. You know, he rebounces back. Somebody puts him in. All of a sudden, he racks up 170 yards. People go, well, he's back. And then, you know, the league tries to adjust to him because you got to. And then, you know, he's he's had a great career. LaDamian Thompson had a great career. I mean, it's a rarity that you do get these guys that have long careers, but it's possible and it happens. So, again, I think you're right. You got to pay him. You you, you got to pay him. That's the, the bottom line. You got to pay him. Because think about it. MJD is going through the same similar type things. They got to pay him. I mean, and I agree. Keller Winslow, okay. Moving on, Kellen Winslow went to the went to Seattle. Uh, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> who cares? I, I don't. Has he even done anything? Uh, I, I yeah, mean, actually, he's caught he seven seven hundred something yards. Oh, no, the past couple years, I thought he was a guy that probably should have uh, gone came here to Arizona. Right. 
Uh, well, he's not at that time in his career yet. You think about Arizona. Right. You is this the retirement? <laughs> that image? He's got, he ain't got, he ain't got enough mileage on him yet. Right, right. Arizona. I mean, you know how it is. Midwest folks come out here to Phoenix to retire. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes some people strike it rich, like the Kurt Warners of the world. And other ones, you're like, why? Oh, yeah. Hey, 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 you know that. That even says worse why the, the fact that they won't take Donovan here. Yeah, that, right. I mean, they, they usually that's the status quo. I thought he was coming. Yeah, I, I, uh, Hakeem Nix breaks his foot. He's gone for uh, for twelve weeks. And they, lost, they they just have Victor Cruz from that starting. Yeah, course. but you know, that's uh, it. yeah, that, that I don't think the Giants are going to be same. I mean, they're going to be Jacobs, complex. Bram Jacobs is gone too, so I mean, it's just you know, it's all it's all. But, but the Giants do a good jo- uh, job of restocking. I mean, because they've never really pitted. I mean, you lost Jeremy Shockey, then came Kevin Boss. After Kevin Boss, you got guys in. And then when Tiki left, you had Bradshaw, you had yeah, Jacobs. You just, you just keep trying you to kick, feel the machine. I mean, but Jerry Reese has done a solid thing, a solid job. Even with re- receivers, they really, I mean, you had Plexico, then you had, I mean, you had Armani Toomer, and you thought it was over. Then they had the other Steve, uh, Steven Jackson, Jackson and all those guys, or, right, right. And even with that, Steve too, Smith, you right. know, it's kind of like following a, a pattern. You think about like the Patriots. There's there's players on the team, but you don't know the names. You just know the Patriots, right, right. You know, Tom Brady and the Patriots, and then the same thing for the Giants. You know, you you, you know who and the Green Bay's a lot like that too. Green Bay's a lot like that too, where they put in somebody in the system, and they never really go after big names. They just go get solid people, and like New England, they. They're, one of their scouting things, they want, when they go scouting, they want a guy with a chip on his shoulder. Right. They want the guy that was too short or too slow or the wrong skin color to play certain positions. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Uh, 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 Grant, listen, um, <laughs> listen, Grant, okay, let me tell you this, okay. Uh, Tim Tebow throwing two interceptions in the, uh, in seven on seven. Really? Nobody. No one cares. He's not even going to start. You know what? I don't care. As much as I like Tim Tebow as a personality, I'm like, you guys are just overdoing it. I I don't. I don't care. Grant, you're fired. Again. He's going to be a star. No, you you stop it, Will. You (laughs) don't even. You stop stirring up. That you know that's normal. You know that's all you do is stir up junk. Stir it up. He is going to be the new Raymond. No offense, the new ultraback. Oh come on with that. (laughs) He's going to line up that receiver. Quarterback. (laughs) Come on with that. Double fullbacks. Jesus Christ, and then and then Tampa Bay as a result of. Your boy going to Seattle, Tampa Bay, Sound, Dallas, Dallas Clark. Clark would, okay, whatever. I, yeah, I'm just ready for the real hitting to take place. Uh, got my season tickets and going to watch the Cardinals hopefully right. compete. Which know. San Fran is going to win that division. No, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Real quick, though, Will, quick last question. Who wins the NBA championship? Go. Heat. Wow, that was quick. You sh- they beat San Antonio. Yep. Wow. Okay. Well, you heard it. This is recorded. Well, who are you going with, D? On tape. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The Spurs. Yeah. Well, again, thank you all very much for joining us, Will. You the man. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Love guys. you to come to the show again. Let's do this. Darnell Autry, JD Harris, Voice America OTS. See you next week. Have a good weekend. Thank you.
Thanks for listening. Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry can be heard live every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Come back next week for another exciting show. Sleep. Sleep. Sleep.